0: The Euphoria band from their first album recorded about five years ago now, and that was Vysnianka or Spring Song. Dobrý večer, vítájú vás všich, drahí rádio súčetci na rádio Nash holos rádio klinského Korinja na báhatu mluvní rádio AM 1320 dvaceti CHM v místě při Pavlína. Hello there, and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host, Paulina. Thank you so much for joining me. In this hour, we'll be reaching into the Nash Holos audio archives and we'll be revisiting a series on Ukrainian Jewish heritage and the currencies of Ukraine and Israel, featuring prominent figures of the other country on their banknotes and coins. As well, we've got a classic book review, our usual proverb of the week, and other items of interest, and of course, plenty of great Ukrainian music in between. And up next, a fairly new release by a musical sensation in Ukraine, Kozak Siromaha, who is an actual free Cossack living an authentic Cossack lifestyle, also fighting on the front with soldiers defending his country and using his musical talent to fundraise and to raise the spirits of soldiers on the front. He recently left the front for a while to do some touring and fundraise. He's been in Canada recently, uh, as far west um, as Banff and Canmore. Unfortunately, no news of him coming out to the west coast. You can find his music on Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere where there is music being shared online. Here now is one of his recent releases, Zat svistale the Cossacks woke up.
1: Zat svistale kozacheniki, pochit polno Zaplakala Zaplagala Свої ясні очі. Не плач не плач, дівчинонька, Не плач не журиться. Краще зазвомило, Бог помолиться. Краще зазвомило,
2: Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Sherchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for the past 60 years. Since 1963, the Sherchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing artists and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media including this program. The foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollos listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit www.shochenikofoundation.ca. Canada's National Ukrainian Festival returns to Dauphin, Manitoba, August 4th to 6th. It's three incredible days of Ukrainian music, dancing, food, and interactive family fun with amazing dance groups and fantastic party bands on four feature stages. Celebrate Ukrainian culture at the Salaw Festival site near Dauphin, Manitoba, August 4th to 6th. Order your day, weekend, and camping passes online at cnuf.ca.
3: Мені. Звідки в тебе ті я без тебе
0: Artist by the name of Oresha did uh, that cover of Volodymyr Ivesuk's Chervonaruta, The Red Rue. And coming up next, more CanCon, Con. Uh, the composer Bogdan Veselowski, famous for his tangos, is the focus of this next tune. Veselowski's Tez Lubovi, Sabine Jartui, Don't Joke About Love. <laughs>
4: Як почуєш серце зов, як здраю скольшу кров, не летайся, не турбуй
0: Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio discovering unknown and untold stories from the past and present of Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage The state of Israel was created and built by Jewish settlers who came mainly from Eastern Europe Among them were quite a few natives of Ukraine then ruled by the Russian and Austro-Hungarian empires Today's episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage Part 2 of our series on the currencies of Ukraine and Israel features Jews from Ukrainian territories who were awarded one of Israel's highest honors, their portraits depicted on banknotes and coins. As we learned in Part 1 of our series, Israel's currency underwent several changes, from the Palestine pound in 1948 to the Israeli pound, or the Israeli lira, in 1952 to the shekel in 1980. And finally, in 1986, the Israeli new shekel, which remains Israel's official monetary unit today. Eight natives of Ukraine have figured prominently on Israel's currencies over the years. The poet Hayim Naman Bialik was born in 1873 in the village of Ivnitzia, in what is today the Zhytomyr Oblast or province. Bialik is considered one of the pioneers of modern Hebrew poetry. His life coincided with the restoration of this ancient language, long considered a bookish dead language. He also wrote prolifically in Yiddish. Bialik spent his childhood and youth in Jitomir. He received a traditional Jewish education, but also explored European literature. At age 18, he left for Odessa, where he studied literature as well as the Russian and German languages. He made his living teaching Hebrew until he secured a permanent teaching position. Eventually, he made his way into Jewish literary circles and became a member of the Zionist movement. Bialik began his prolific literary career writing about the plight of Jews facing anti-Semitic violence in Imperial Russia. He went on to become a highly acclaimed poet as well as a literary editor, translator, and publisher. In 1921, as a result of mounting paranoia in the wake of the Bolshevik Revolution, the Soviet government closed the publishing house he helped establish in Odessa. That year, Bialik and other Hebrew writers left the Soviet Union and settled in Palestine. Although he died in 1934, before Israel became a state, Bialik ultimately came to be recognized as Israel's national poet. Bialik has influenced entire generations of Zionists, including tens of thousands who were exposed to his poetry as part of the Israeli school curriculum. He wrote Hebrew poetry at a time when it was far from clear that Hebrew would become the spoken language of the Jewish community in Israel. Hayim Naman Bialik's portrait was featured on the 1968 £10 banknote. At the beginning of the 20th century, Volodymyr Zaev Yabotinsky gained renown as a talented journalist and writer. He was born in Odessa in 1880. In 1903, a new wave of anti-Jewish pogroms erupted in the southern part of the Russian Empire, and Yabotinsky joined the Jewish self-defense and Zionist movements. Around this time, he began learning modern Hebrew and took the name Zaev, which means wolf. At an early age, he began to devote his outstanding skills as a writer, orator, translator, and polemicist for the Zionist cause. Yabotinsky was a contemporary of Bialik, whose poems he translated from Hebrew into Russian. Yabotinsky also published the first Hebrew translation of Edgar Allan Poe's poems The Raven and "Annabel Lee, among other literary works. In Ukraine, Yebutinsky is remembered for his friendly attitude towards the Ukrainian political movement of his day, and, in particular, the Ukrainian language. As well, Yebutinsky expressed support for Simon Petlura, who he did not believe was an anti-Semite or perpetrator of pogroms. Petlura was Ukraine's revolutionary president during the country's short-lived sovereignty from 1918 to 1921. The revival of modern Hebrew, social justice, and democracy are all values that Yabotinsky fought for. His lasting legacy can also be found in Israeli politics. Structures that were created under the influence of Yabotinsky's ideas, like the bitar Youth Movement and the Likud Party, still exist in Israel to this day. Yabotinsky did not live to see the founding of the independent Jewish state. While visiting a Batar defense camp in New York in August of 1940, he suffered a fatal heart attack. In 1964, Prime Minister Levi Eshkol had Jabotinsky's remains transferred to Israel's National Cemetery on Mount Herzl, where a state memorial service is held every year at the Zayev-Jabotinsky tomb. Zayev-Jabotinsky was depicted on the 1980 100 shekel banknote. Levi Eshkol, the third Prime Minister of Israel, was born Levi Yitzhak Shkolnik in 1895 in the Shtetl of Oratov in what is now the Vinitsia Oblast in Ukraine. After completing his education in Vilnius, at age 18 Eshkol emigrated to Palestine. During the First World War he fought in the ranks of the Jewish Legion of the British Army, which Jabotinsky had helped form. In the State of Israel, Levi Eshkol was elected to the Second Knesset in 1951, and soon thereafter was appointed to key government roles. A founder of the Israeli Labor Party, he served in numerous senior roles, including Minister of Defense and Minister of Finance. In 1963, he replaced the legendary David Ben-Gurion as Prime Minister. Under Eshkol's leadership, Israel built from scratch – 22 cities, more than 200 farming communities, hundreds of factories, and thousands of schools, as well as hospitals, universities, roads, seaports, power stations, and a national water carrier, all while feeding, housing, employing, and schooling more than a million new immigrants. Eshkol ended the monopoly of Ben-Gurion state broadcaster Israel Radio and created an independent broadcast authority, modelled on the BBC. He was also the man who built the army that won the Six-Day War, one of military history's most stunning victories. He was the first Israeli leader to be formally invited to the White House. He was also the first Israeli Prime Minister to die in office. He died in 1969 of a heart attack. In 1984, Eshkol's image was chosen for the 5,000 shekel bill. It was replaced in 1985 by the Five New Israeli Shekel Bill. Since 1990, his image is found on a limited yet circulated minting of the Five New Israeli Shekel coin that replaced the bill. Golda Meir, the most famous female politician in Israel, was born Golda Mabovich in Kiev in 1898. The future Israeli Prime Minister's early memories were not pleasant. Her first memory was of a pogrom, which thankfully did not take place. But the panic in her family home and the sounds and sights of anti-Semitic hostility in the streets left a lasting and bitter memory. Hunger and poverty also left their mark. In 1906, the family emigrated to the United States. Golda Meir never stepped foot in Kiev again. Unlike Yebatinsky, Meir considered Simon Petlura the main culprit behind the anti-Jewish pogroms in 1918-1920 to in Ukraine, which she mentions in her autobiography, My Life. Golda was educated in the United States, became a teacher, and married an American, Morris Meyerson. The couple emigrated to Palestine in 1921 and joined a kibbutz. In 1956, she became foreign minister under Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion. Upon her appointment, she shortened Meyerson to Meir, which means illuminate in Hebrew. In 1969, Golda Meir was elected Prime Minister of Israel. She was one of 24 signatories, of which two were women, of the Israeli Declaration of Independence on May 14, 1948. The ten-shekel note issued in 1985 featured a portrait of Golda Meir, It was removed from circulation in the 1990s. Meir was also featured on the 10,000-pound old shekel note prior to their replacement by the new shekel in 1980. Four other natives of Ukraine who have appeared on Israeli currency are Israel's second prime minister, Israel's second president, the first Hebrew-language writer to receive the Nobel Prize in Literature, and another contemporary of Bialik and literary powerhouse, whose recognition on Israel's currency caused considerable controversy. Join us to hear their stories in the next episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, Part 3 of this series on the currencies of Israel and Ukraine. In Part 4, Prominent Jewish Figures on the Currencies of Ukraine. I'm Pavlina, producer and host of Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage. Until next time, Shalom. Join us again soon for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage here on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Up next, an updated cover. Of Ukraine's 2007 Eurovision entry by what appears to be an impromptu group having a bit of fun last New Year's Eve. Here they are with Verka Serduchka's "Lasha Tumbai," updated for 2023.
5: Good evening, everybody. We are Theatre of Songs, Mr. North. Let's big dance, Ukraine,
4: kopatchok.
0: Nasholos, You're listening to Nash Holos, Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Pavlina.
6: Chorne more, Chorne more, hey. Arne more. Arne more. Чорне море, гарне море, а все ідно чорного.
0: Mohe, that was Millennia from Edmonton with Chorna Black Sea. Coming up next, a very new release by Montreal's Previte from their brand new album Allegories and Love Songs. This song is the poetry of Lina Kostenko, put to music by Previte. C'est lice, je Gervais, The Enchanted Forest.
5: Цей hey, u живе, у нього добрі очі Шумлять вітрі, у нього голови
1: Старе знікні,
5: шляти і Пишуть у траві Тубовий місто Дивіться крізь пальці На білій вальсі Радісник берісь І сонний риб Смирагдовий куфальці I a day. We the sunny Parisian Сною not you that fight
1: right? disappear Малі Лише хмара, в втомлені хромі.
5: Поїдемо поговорити з різком, А ще тоді я можу і з людьми. на солнце сутенью лишь в просветк ма показываю кино иди на
0: Welcome to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English.
7: In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing communism and hunger, the Ukrainian, Chinese, Kazakh, and Soviet famines in comparative perspective, edited by Andrea Graziosi and Frank Sissin. Communism and Hunger is a collection of scholarly articles examining the similarities and differences of the Pan-Soviet Famine of 1931-33, to the Ukrainian Holodomor, the Kazakh Great Hunger, and the Famine in China in 1958-62. to The articles were written by scholars who presented their papers at a 2014 conference organized by the Holdemod Research and Education Consortium. Whatever the economic motivations, the famines were also political events, requiring political analysis of their causes and courses. The first three articles in this collection examine the specific causes, events, and results of the famines. Nicholas Wirth examines the man-made famines in the USSR from 1928 to 33, which killed between 6.5 to 7 million people, 4.2 million in Ukraine and the Kuban, 1.5 million in Kazakhstan, and more than a million throughout the rest of the Soviet Union. Stalin considered peasant resistance to his economic policies as a war on the Soviet Union. Worth describes the forced collectivization in Ukraine in brutal terms. The total confiscation of land and livestock from village communities, the harsh restriction of ownership of domestic animals, and the peasants' loss of control over the distribution of the harvests resulted in wholesale starvation. At the height of the Holodomor, between January and July 1933, between 15,000 and 20,000 people died every day in silence and total abandonment. Sarah Cameron's article on the Kazakh Famine of 1930-33 examines Stalin's efforts to collectivize the nomadic population, which resulted in wholesale starvation. As archival information has become more available, The research on this horrific event has increased. The third article by Zhu Jun examines the Great Famine of 1958 to 62 in China, which claimed millions of lives as a result of Mao Zedong's effort to make China an industrial communist utopia. The subsequent three articles are comparative studies of the use of hunger as a weapon in communist regimes in the 20th century. The similarities are striking. Political reasons for man-made famines, official denials to the world about the famines while they were occurring, and striking consequences for those impacted by the famines. All the scholars are united in calling for more research on these important historical events. The articles in this book relied on recent increased access to archives and the efforts of the international scholarly community to release information about the use of hunger as a political and economic tool by communist governments in the 20th century. These governments believed that by creating politically motivated famines, they could manipulate populations under their control. The statistics of the various famines have been hotly contested for their accuracy, mostly because of political propaganda. The most shocking aspect of this collection of articles is that the world community allowed these famines to occur without intervention. Whole populations starved to death while the world community ignored their plight. The individual articles in this scholarly book about how hunger was used as an economic and political tool by communist governments are very enlightening. There are extensive and detailed footnotes, which will definitely be useful to scholars pursuing further research on these topics. While the Ukrainian Holodomor was not the only focus of this text, readers will learn a great deal about the horrific events in their historical context. Communism and hunger is definitely meant for scholars of world history. However, all readers interested in the history of the Ukrainian Holodomor will definitely enjoy this book. The book was edited by Andrea Graziosi, president of the Italian National Agency for the Evaluation of Universities and Research, and a professor of history, at the Università de Napoli, Frederico II, and Frank E. Sissin, director of the Peter Yatsik Center for Ukrainian Historical Research, Canadian Institute of Ukrainian Studies, and a professor at the Department of History and Classics at the University of Alberta. Communism and Hunger is available at the Canadian Institute of Ukrainian
0: Studies Press. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio.
5: Again, when we knew we were good, when we knew that we should never let the hate rule the world.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> Ukrainian Lemko folk song, Hore Dolom which translates as By Hills and Valleys I Walk and that was performed by Christina Solovey from her album Jiva Voda released in 2015 and that is from a live performance at the Lviv Opera back in February 2017. It was followed by Raymond Michael Garvey also known as Ria Garvey who is an Irish singer, songwriter and guitarist now residing in Germany. He wrote and performed that during a blind audition on The Voice of Germany a few months back in response to Yassia Levchenko's rendition of Hore Dolom. Yassia is an 18-year-old from Kiev whose father is fighting on the front to protect her homeland while she and her mother and siblings are taking refuge in Germany. Ria Garvey was so moved by her performance that he took out a notepad and began scribbling furiously on it before turning around. Then he asked her if he might perform it right there. There isn't a clean recording of Yasa's rendition yet, but I'll put the link to the YouTube video of the entire audition in the podcast show notes for you. Up next, a Toronto artist by the name of Nastya Y with an original composition recently released called Biz Vos" Without You. And it is a very direct message to the Russian invaders of her home country of
6: Ukraine.
4: <laughs>
3: лата да терпіння вже зв'язку але у ми співаємо
0: radio ju vyslukhajte radio program nash kholos radio nashoho korinya na bahatemovni radiy stantsii AM 1320 CHMB u mistshi Vancouveri nezhamiv shyskin chyla nashu prohramu poranem proshchatsya nashe dintejden ala pid temy khochu zalashtyty vas te kim slava memudrosti kto zlom pochynaye toy inem kinchaye and our proverb of the week translates as whoever begins with evil ends with it And that brings us to the end of another edition of Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. Just a reminder that the Nanaimo edition can be heard in the Vancouver Listening Area on CHLY 101.7 FM, 11 a.m. till 12 p.m. on Wednesdays. If you missed the on-air or live stream broadcast, the podcast link is available at our website, www.nashholos.com. There's also a link to our Patreon site there, and I hope you'll consider supporting our work. Again, that's www.nashholos.com. While well, our time is about up, so to take us to the end of our program, Prairie Crocus from Winnipeg and Uncle Bill's Polka. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nashholos and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! Oh, 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 oh,